Welcome back to another episode of the Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 Podcast with your hosts, Rich and Tom. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. How you doing today? Doing well. Oh, doing good. well. Good. Transition of life is going pretty good. Yes. Yes. The exception of the traffic. Which is uh, something new for me. Hey, but you know what? I'm going to give you a little bit of a tip here. <laughs> just the tip, though. Just a tip. We're not going to go there. So I'm not going to get into that just yet, but just a tip here. No cleaning either. You know, on the way home, now from your new place of employment, you can stop at the butchery in Sylvan Lake because it's really not that far away. This is true. This is true. Yeah. I got somebody over yes. here smiling, was, was, nodding his head. Was, oh, was yeah. that a transition? That was kind of a transition, but yeah. I just wanted to make it clear to you that I don't have to drive there on my way home from work. No, because no, it's... Uh, I think eh. they, they close at 7. Well, that's going to be a problem. Well, no. <laughs> I will get off at 6 every day. No, but that's fine for Super Bowl. Yeah, right. you'll be ready to go for Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. All right, so we got an exciting day today. Today happens to be the 20th. Of January, I remember two shows ago I repeated off the wrong uh, wrong date and I got scolded and corrected on the air. You gotta have your ducks in a row. But hey, it was inauguration day. But yep. we're gonna stay in our lane here with politics. Yep. yep. We just hope for um, for brighter futures for myself, you, and our special guest today. So today, uh, it was kind of spur of the moment, kind of like, hey, you only live about two miles from me. We follow you, what you do on on Twitter. We follow your show on Woodward Sports Smoke Show. Yeah. Hey. Good evening, Mike. Good evening, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for coming out. We appreciate you uh, coming out to uh, have a couple beverages here at the old uh, Speakeasy. And this is a first for the pod. Yeah. Having first, a guest. Yeah. The you, first guest oh, ever. First guest ever. You. Uh, you. <laughs> You successfully popped at Mike's chair. Oh, nice, nice. And according to Waze, it's only 1.1 1. 1 miles, oh. so it's even oh, closer. No, no <laughs> special uh, cops on the side of the Damn. road. or No, 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 no. But I can guarantee you this, though. When he was driving down that said road, because we're not going to really go into exactly where we live at, but it went down that road, and I guarantee it said railroad crossing ahead. Yes. Yes. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Just to let me know what was yep. coming, right? For uh, sure. You know, yeah, I mean, there's only about three or four of them down that stretch, but just to let you know. There is a railroad crossing right there. Yeah, and if you're over by the butchery there for work now, you don't have to wait till 7. He's got that sandwich board up now, so that could make for an unbelievable lunch if you oh. see no sandwiches. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, I'm, I'm in Pontiac. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not that far. No. It's worth the drive because I've It'll seen an hour. that. I've seen that, and I was just like, oh, my God. No, I mean for lunch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Well, you could call ahead. Sure. You call it, and uh, last time I was there, they said they delivered a South Lion. So well, then they, they'll <laughs> deliver to where I'm at. I, I to be honest with you, I think Mike is the. Uh, I'm the delivery, he's a delivery driver. <laughs> he might he might be the special circumstance. Yeah. I'll, hey. I'll gladly pay for a hamburger on Tuesday. Oh yeah, for some butchery today. Exactly. Oh yeah. So anyway, so uh, so Mike decided to join us tonight. It's kind of short notice. You know, we kind of fed him some notes. You know, we kind of hit Twitter pretty hard to, today to let everybody know what our topics going to be. We're kind of. We're going to kind of curtail off that a little bit because I do want Mike to talk about his show, 
that he is, you guys are what, about the second episode in, third episode in on it, brand new show, and it's pretty much, I want to say probably the most, next to drinking bourbon, is probably the most manliest show that's out there right now. Oh, thank you. I, we, we try to be, but yeah, we just wrapped up our second show today. We called it Steakapalooza. I think you can guess what uh, what it's about. Hmm. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> and you know what? And I can, I can smell it. Oh, you know, the 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 pictures the pictures don't even do it justice. I mean, I wish I, you could smell it and everything like that just because I know the process you guys went. And, uh, you know, if you want to guys want to check it out, head over to Woodward Sports, look up the smoke show. Um, great content. Uh, they're very active with questions. If you have a question about certain, especially like the novice people, the people who are just getting into it, because I'm going to tell you right now, when I bought mine, because uh, I bought a pit boss, but before that I had electric smoker and stuff like that. But when I first started getting into smoking, that's intimidating. It, it, it is, and uh, it can be even more intimidating when you leave the butchery with some of that meat. Oh, but you yeah, don't want to mess that up. No, no. not, not, not at all. And we uh, actually addressed. You said like the manliness of the show. We we addressed a little bit of that today with uh, how can you be man make fire and be afraid to put meat on it. You, you oh. just got to take that step and and we get it. Uh, with with some of the prices of the meat, yeah, and it's, I was there. just gonna say that for me, like I look at it, like okay, so yesterday I was over at Costco yesterday, and they had wagyu steaks, ninety nine dollars a pound. The, the Japanese, the, the Japanese, the, the Japanese, the Japanese. Is, is that the one where they massage the cows yes, and yes. Uh, you know, and then they cut it up? I think they feed it beer though, so there's some <laughs> but, more, more manliness. In but beer. you know, here, but the thing with that is, like, like you look at a cut of meat like that, and all I can think of right now is, don't fuck it up, because I'm going to tell you right now, trial and error. When I first started, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this or whatever. I'd, I'd, I'd throw. I remember the first time I smoked. I, you know what? I should have stuck with pork. I should have went, okay. you know what? I'm going to stick a it, – it's really hard to screw up a pork butt. Right. So I should have stuck with pork on my first go-around. No, I'm going to be like – I went and bought a Packer brisket. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt like – I felt like I uh, – how should I say it? I let the cow down. Right, right. I really Which did. Is that, that brisket, if, if you watch our first show, we talk a lot about that. And I think today I was calling it the king of the meats because oh. it's what everybody wants to conquer is that brisket. But back to the Japanese Wagyu, that, that is definitely something you don't want to do your first time on the grill. Mm. Uh, you no. know, $99 a pound? Right. Oof. And I, it, it's totally understandable. Buying. We always say you can, get, you can get good meat in places. You get great meat at your butcher. But if you're just starting out, you don't need to start with a great piece of meat. Start with something that you're going to be comfortable with. But oh. once you get to that level, once you get to that Wagyu brisket that we did, or the steaks that we do, I don't want to give too much away. But no, the don't. Steaks but that don't. We do, yeah, don't. I want people to watch that. I, I want people to watch that. And I wish there was a way. There was a. I wish there was a way. <laughs> is, is there a smell-o-vision? Yeah, exactly. I wish. I wish Samsung or LG would come out and say, "All right, folks, bring your nose in a little bit closer," and they just. Give you a little poof of uh, yeah. Mm. I, I don't know, like uh, the the cameras on our setup go. Sometimes they pop back and forth, so I don't know if you get my face every time I take a bite. But that, that's <laughs> almost a smell of vision right there for you. But I think I was dancing at one but, point. But hold on here, there might I, be a jealousy tab. <laughs> I, now I know you're not a big fan of it, and I really haven't dabbled into it. But TikTok, so uh, that would be a no. So so la- so <laughs> last week, a mysterious. TikTok popped up 
mm. on the uh, interwebs of a certain individual sitting next to me. Oh, Mr. Mike has a TikTok. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. It was not Mike. Oh. I think it was one of his offspring. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That, okay. That made a video in the, in, the, in the quotation of what it was. It was a picture of Sean's face. Oh. And it said, oh. and, it said and I, I want to quote this. This is when the flavor bomb hits, and his oh. face was like, and it was like it, it didn't look like his picture on Twitter the other day. I no, hope. No, 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 you know when they were comparing him to the uh, the the dick yeah. picker. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that one. But he, but you know what though? Real quick on that, he went home. He went home yesterday from from the uh, the the studio. And shaved because, like, dude, I cannot look like that guy. It's it's not someone you you want to you want to look like. But with when we first started and we were in his backyard, we we would go crazy. When when Dave brought that wagyu brisket over the first time, it, we, I mean, we were dancing. I think we were punching walls. We we're a little bit more controlled because in the studio you got to be in front of your mic and and buy and buy your camera. But we're you can still see. I think you can still oh. see a little bit of it, especially with the steak. All I'm going to say is forty five day. At aged fillet. Now let me ask you this. That's it. So I watched the brisket episode, and Joey is a vegan, correct? Yes. And I, I saw you. I'm, you know, you're like, I'm going to give this a try because Dave took some tofu. Was it tofu? Yep. Took some tofu, threw it on the smoker for a yep. little bit, put a little kiss of smoke on it, put a little sauce on there. He ate it. Mike was just like. It, yeah, I'm just gonna stick with the burn ends. I'm like, no, 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 no. It but just, I, I it, had to do it. It was no, there. You have to. Yeah, but tofu looks just like here's thing, baking grease. Like, here's the thing. Yeah. So, like, my girlfriend, she's a vegetarian or she's a pescatarian, so yeah. she'll eat fish and stuff like that. But I'm not a guy that eats that type of stuff. So right now, I was telling you before the show about her going and doing the clean eating with and no dairy, you know, nothing like that. The last weekend that she had spent the weekend over, we had made, like, flatbread pizzas. No meat, obviously. Put fresh vegetables on there. Went to Better Health in Novi. Picked up some of that um, vegan cheese. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't bad. All right. It wasn't But it was one of those things. It's like, you know what? It ain't going to kill you. I mean, right. I don't see a bunch of vegans dead on the side of the road from eating <laughs> stuff. So it's not going to kill you. And, and I think the more you eat it, because Joik and the intern were hammering that tofu and telling us it was good. Now, they could have been lying to our face, but Joik has come back every time for, for a little uh, vegan surprise that, that we bring for him. So, but, so you guys you guys do accommodate his palate? Yeah, we, we, did something, awesome. we did something again today. And the one today... I, I totally wouldn't nail. I mean, it, it's a, it's an eye texture kind, kind of thing. You know what it is in front of you, but if you put the seasoning on it, you grill it, you have the grill smells around it, you, you can get away with it. And, you, and it, you butter it wasn't it up. that bad. Yeah, yeah and, you, and it you, wouldn't you have been that bad. You doctor it up a little bit. Yeah. And, and it, it's uh, actually something that we've all eaten and I, I've eaten before. So that, that dropped today, right? Yeah, well, it... We are not exactly live right now. I no, think. but I'm saying, but you guys, you guys, yeah, we finished it, today? it, so it'll be. We're hoping uh, editing me out as much. They can uh, probably get it out by Friday. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, I, and I look forward to it because a lot of the times for me, you know, my hour drive home from work, um, I put those type of shows on, even though I don't watch them when I'm driving, but just listen to the audio of it and stuff like that. I mean, I, like every Friday, like the first yeah. Friday, I drove home from work, got stuck in traffic. 
on the lodge. Go figure. Well, that could be a problem. You're listening to all, all this meat being grilled and people, and then what happens? You're starving. I know. And you're stuck in traffic, yeah. and that is never a good thing. No, you know what? You're exactly right. It is never a good so thing. So it could be a double-edged sword. Yeah. So make sure be. you have a snack with you in your little little lunch pouch. Yeah. And yeah. as you're listening, just remember, you have any questions, just give us a shout. We, If me and Sean can't get to them, Dave... Did you meet Dave when you got there? I did not. I met his wife. Great. She's a chef, she too. Is, she's great. Well, she's fantastic, and it's kind of funny, and I'm not I'm not going to, like, siren myself, or I'm not going to do anything like that, but an old neighbor of mine uh, is an executive chef, Okay, and he uh, has taught at uh, where she had gone to school at. Oh, okay. Um, I asked her if she knew him. She did not remember him. But another guy that I know who who is one of the uh, instructors there, yeah, she knew who he was. Yeah. I said, "Oh, okay, yeah, you know, he's a good guy of, you know, stuff like that." So, yeah, no, but she was really cool because I went in there and I went in there for one cut of meat only. I went in for a culotte, the female shorts, the culotte, the culotte, exactly. So I went in there for a culotte, and I'm telling you right now, I walked in there. I'm like, "You don't have any culotte," and uh, one lady, she's like. Uh, well, if it's not in there, then we don't have it. And then I know who that is. And then, and then, and then, Dave's wife comes up. And she goes, "What are you looking for?" I'm like, "I'm looking for a culotte." She goes, "Well, I'll be back in a second. So she runs in the back. Whatever she she pulls out a a huge top sirloin, just cuts that bad Jackson out, and she goes, "Here you go." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." yeah. So, so what did the uh, you know the 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 woman say. You know when she come rolling out with the culotte. I'm oh, what, mm, did you give her that that stink eye? No, mm, I didn't give her the stink mm, eye. No culotte, huh? I just thought to myself, I don't think I'd let this lady make my lunch tomorrow. But right. it is what it is. Super nice lady. Uh, if you have anybody in the area of Sylvan Lake, it's right on Orchard Lake. It's between Middle Belt and I can't think of the. It's one of the lake roads. It's in between there. It's on the north side of the road. Anybody who's listening, if you ever get a chance and you're out there, check them out the butchery and and, and and check them out on Twitter. They're at, at butchery sl yeah. the butchery. I should say, yeah. not just butchery. Yeah. The the butchery. Or so, you can find Dave Hubbard on there. Yeah, or Dave, Dave Hubbard. Yeah, Chef Dave. Or Chef you know Dave, what? Yeah. Or or if you go to the Smoke Show and just look it up and then just send something through there. They're gonna see it. Well, tell them that, how to find the the smoke show too. That, that just dropped actually Monday. We have it's a smoke show at smoke show WSN on Instagram and on Twitter. We're just getting it started. Instagram's a little bit slower. Twitter's taking off a little bit more. I think oh, we yeah. have a Facebook page, but I've never been to Facebook. As you found out, I use my wife's <laughs> Facebook yeah. to to talk to people. <laughs> is that the same guy? <laughs> is, is that the? There's a comment going on there, and then and then chunk. No, 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 no. That, that's Mike. That's Mike. That's Mike. <laughs> Joy. That's Mike. And about the butchery, one last thing. Don't be intimidated by the meat when you go in there. It is half the cost of what you're going to pay at a oh. steakhouse is what I tell you. When mm. You're going to get the joy of doing it. If you have a question, Dave Hubbard is a genius. He's unbelievable. You want to hear a backstory? That guy's backstory of being a chef and going through restaurants. He's been. If you've eaten at a top end restaurant in Detroit, he's probably made your food for mm. you. Well, he, he, and he's great. He can answer any question and have a little uh, a chef pizzazz to it. Gotta love the pizzazz. Oh, it's 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 unbelievable. He, and you see, I can tell when he gets it, 
like during the show, all of a sudden he's he just goes and he gets this and he goes, that's it. Yeah. And, and I and I point, and I go, he did it again. He did it again. <laughs> he, he had chef magic. Day, day, day. Have a seat, buddy. Yeah. See. <laughs> but no, I mean, but I mean, you know, and realistically, and it was one of the things like when I went there, and I mean, I'm. I, I realistically, when it comes to good food, you're a savant with the good meat. I won't. I I will not be like, oh man, I I really can't get that because it's X amount of dollars a pound. No, you know what? If it's a if it's a damn good piece of cut of meat and it looks good, I know it's going to taste good. Like I went there, I sp- I think I spent roughly about a hundred bucks. Yeah. Selling the alarm. Yeah. I I mean I spent about. But you know what though? We brought those burgers based on your recommendation. Oh, yeah. That little machine that's over there, the Blackstone. We cooked those on the Blackstone, and this guy right here, everything's got to be, like, medium well. I cooked it, like, more, like, just medium. Mm-hmm. He took a bite out of it. He sat right here. I sat right here. He took a bite out of it, and the exact words were, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta, He's like, this is the best burger I've ever had. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to warn uh, everybody that likes it a little bit more on the higher medium side that with all the bacon and everything in there, it's it's going to look rare when, when you get when you get. Well, it had it. almost like a purple color. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's got this color to it. My wife was like, "Are you sure that's done?" I go, "I tempt it. Trust me, this is good." And it's she's, we've never gone back. And that burger really was the start of everything. And you know, and that and that and I and burgers you buy other places, you toss them on there. And they absolutely shrink up. These ones right here, they just don't shrink up. They fill an entire patty up of meat, uh, a bun. Oh, it's just, it's I mean, a monster. Oh, it is a monster. And like you my son's a, a little guy, he'll pound that. Thing. You top a little blue cheese in there. Are you doing like that? Yeah, I, we, Blue Cheese is a perfect uh, uh, company for be it that burger or you'll see I've, on the uh, steak show today, too, that we did. I, I'm not one for Blue Cheese. I'm going to have to have – I'm going to have to try it out. Oh, it, it can't be – I don't know what the word would be, that sharp or that bluey no. or whatever yeah. it is. But just when you the get a no, Just ju- the crumbles. Just a nice one, creamy, a little sweeter. Yeah, I think, I think the Tom, creamier the – yeah. yeah. Okay. The, Kevin, <laughs> here comes another drop. Go ahead, say it. Hey, boy. Hey, how would you like that cheese? Uh, uh, not as um, crumbly. Not we'll, as we'll crumbly. Just, we'll just say it. We'll just say it. You got it. I got I to gotta be careful he, with he my does. words because uh, he, he does apparently because we I, have, we have I critics. I, 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 yeah, I, I'll, get a, I'll get a message tomorrow. It'll say, hey, um, Rich, your buddy said something. And so, yeah, I tell you, (laughs) one trip to the butchery, you eat, uh, after you eat that meat, you'll never worry about your bill when you leave that place ever again. Trust me. (laughs) No, and and that's the thing that we were talking about is I don't have a problem spending the money on that. And I was telling him, like, yeah, I got four patties and it was X amount of dollars and everything like that. I said, but you know what? At the end of the day, if I go to like, if I go to a a local chain restaurant, and get a burger like that, you're paying. You're paying a ton of money. Right. You add a beer under that, and you're, oh. you're talking thirty bucks. Well, oh, any yeah. any restaurant these days, when they do open, yeah. it, it's you know it's fifteen dollars plus, yeah. and, and it depends on the cut of meat. You, you can spend up to twenty dollars for a and, burger. In a lot of those places, you're not getting the the meat that's at you're, the. You're not. You're not getting the. No, quality. it's no. what we tell people all the time. It's like what you pay for out there is not what you get, and you don't know. Uh, 
and I, not to go on about us, but Sean will tell a story of this brisket he did, and we thought he nailed it. We thought it was the best thing in the world. And now we question. We're like, <laughs> was it or did it suck? Because it was nothing like this. Mm. And we cooked it the same. Everything's the same. But the quality of the meat you get at the butchery, it's. Cha- I, I think I said today it's life-changing. <laughs> what? No, well, that no. was a life-changing burger. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> exactly. Now, what, now what, uh, what equipment do you use personally for yourself? For me, I have a uh, master belt. Oh, okay. I started out with a Traeger, All right. and I had a little bit of an incident with it. Uh, I like to throw meat on the smoker and leave it alone, and I'll go get the kids at the hockey rink or uh, do something there. I, I did that one time. It got to the bottom of the pellets, and there was a little bit of sawdust in there, and I caught the entire thing on fire and burnt out the whole motor and, and everything in it. So I said, you know what, I need to be... I need something that's even dumber. So I went to the master belt, which is just the electric. Yeah. Plug it in. I put 250 yeah. on it, a couple of uh, wood chips in it. You got the tube on the side? Because yep, that's what absolutely. I had. I mean, I had, I had, oh, so I had a master belt, um, and it was the uh, the 30. I just had the, the master belt 30. The machine is unreal, and it's, it's amazing. But uh, I needed, like, something, like, bigger. So that's when I so, – and, and the thing was is I was walking through Lowe's. Of course. And it was there staring at me going, buy me. But it was only like 500 bucks. Right. So. Well, what does Kevin say? You're, uh, I'm, uh, yeah. You have access to according, funds? According to my buddy, I'm a, I'm a man of funds. Funds. Has access to funds. Well, that was a funny thing. Like we talked about prior to the show, whatever, like doing this whole thing and putting the upfront cost two years ago. Oh, but I got the big middle finger in my face. Right. So. It's a new day, my friend. It it's is. a new day. It's a new day. But with that, with your pit boss or the Traegers or the Rectex or the local guy that's doing these Gorilla Grills. Oh, I, I heard the Gorilla Grills, check yeah. out is I would not put that Wagyu brisket on my master belt. Nothing against it, but those, the pit bosses and stuff, they do something just different. And, and it kiss, kisses it with that smoke, and oh. it, it, it really is something different. One thing I noticed between my master belt to my pit boss is I actually get the smoke ring that everybody mm-hmm. talks about with the master belt. You really don't get it, but you, I mean, you can put a ton of smoke in there and everything like that. And yeah, it's an inconsistent smoke on the master belt but, for sure. But it, it it does its job for what we needed to do, right? Exactly. So you want to stick around with us to uh, talk about some football? Absolutely, I'd love it. I, I appreciate letting me. Uh, Talk on about meat and uh, the smoke show and the butchery. It's Go ahead, man. M- make a plug for your uh, for your endeavor here. Let's let's hear it. Uh, so, uh, smoke show at uh, at woodwardsports dot com. You can find it. You will find it on Woodward Sports YouTube and Facebook pages. Uh, we record, so we usually drop it around two o'clock on Fridays. It's on the Apple Podcast too. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, it's Smoke Show WSN. Awesome, awesome, and the butchery. Website is thebutcherysl.com. And they go del- check it out. And they deliver. Yeah, go check. They, they just hook you up. It's, they want people to have good meat. And I'm not just making that up. Like That is what Dave will tell you. What, what do you need? Where are you? I'm going to get it to you. Yeah. We know times are different right now and people right. can't get there. Exactly. And, and, and that's, that's a big thing. I mean, people appreciate customer service, especially if they can bring it to you these oh, days. For sure. So this past weekend, I loved it. Wild.
Sad day. Sad. Well, I'm going to sit here and say that I went absolutely undefeated <laughs> in my in my picks this past weekend. So now I'm sitting and tied for first place with a 7-3 and three record. And what did I tell you when Chad Henney ran 14 Ugh. yards for that first down? I looked at you dead nuts in the eye and said, well, at least, at least they covered the spread. Yeah, well, uh, as you guys already know, I, I'm a fan of the Browns. You know, God bless my father. Um, so it was bittersweet. Um, unfortunately, uh, the Browns did... You know, they they covered their half, but they didn't get the win, which was unfortunate. Not shocking, but uh, they made a run at the end. Uh, they made it close. Uh, Mahomes going out with his uh, nerves. It came out today. It was a nerve issue, really, that caused the concussion, um, which is really scary. But uh, Henny, third and fourteen, <laughs> and the thirteen-year-old vet from the University of Michigan, yes, gets about. 13 and three-quarter yards, and, you know, they go for it on fourth down, or they simulate that they're going to go for it. So Cleveland thinks, eh, yeah. they're going to hold on to it. And what do they do? <laughs> they snap it, throw it to Hill, and, and the rest is history. And Anything can happen. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not going to hashtag that one, but they did cover. I'll they, do it all day long. There's a lot to look forward to in uh, Browns Nation looking into next year. And, you know, Will – Odell Beckham Jr. be in the mix. Um, that is to be debated. Uh, seemed like the team took off once he went down with his knee injury. They they seemed to gel a little bit better. Baker definitely took off, uh, improved his quarterback play once the cancer, it seemed, was out of the locker room. So it'll be interesting offseason to see what, what they're able to bring in and move on forward. I, th- I, th- I mean, I, Mike, I don't know about you, but I think – I. I th- He's still a good, serviceable receiver, but I think the production that everybody expects out of uh, Beckham is just not there anymore. I just, I, on my personal opinion, I just don't think it's there, and I think he is more of a distraction than he mm-hmm. is of a, uh, a help. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, being a professional athlete, I have no idea what it takes, but it, it has to take a lot. And if you're not putting into it, your skills diminish. And I think that's what you see with OBJ. I mean, he just he's put more into everything else, and his skills have gone down because he was he was good at one time. It seems like a lot of these guys worry more about their brand, yeah, than what actually is taking place on the field, like Juju. <laughs> <laughs> Juju's one hundred percent. He's more worried about his TikTok than than uh, you know his play on the field. That is cock clean. Uh, here we go. <laughs> and, and to Juju, I mean, he he was he had some great years, and then all of a sudden TikTok comes out, and yep. he, he did not put mm-hmm. the numbers up this year. Nope. He was more worried about TikToking yeah. on someone's logo. He's making more money doing that than he is yep. playing football. Yeah, and I just uh, you know today they were talking about uh, Mahomes and. One of the things that they had said was uh, he's in day three of concussion protocol, so he's they're considering him day to day for this weekend's game. Uh, realistically, my personal opinion is, you know, I I hope he, I honestly hope that he gets better. I mean, I don't wait. You know, you never it wish was, anything it bad was scary. on anybody. Oh yeah, it was scary with the way he. It reminded me of when Shane Morris got his bell rung. Oh, well. And, and that, it, that was different. And that, Bra- well, though, the thing is, is he gets up and he, he's wobbly-legged around. And then he, Brady Hulk's like, go ahead, stay in there, yeah. buddy. Oh. Yeah, so, I mean, 
Yeah, they came out and said it was a nerve issue, and the, and the kind of the way he landed on the defender's arm and then the ball, it kind of like jarred his neck back. But it's scary. I know there's there's like four or five levels of protocol that he has to pass, and we're we're going into Thursday and he hasn't passed, so well, I, I can't imagine that he's not going to be out there, but. You know, they, I, I don't NFL, think he's going to miss that game. The NFL doesn't play any games these days. Yeah, I, I tend to follow the betting lines, and the betting lines will tell you that he's going to play. They, 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 when they saw him take the snaps in practice, it went from two and a half to three. The wise guys know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. well, they definitely know, know the drill. Oh, man, from the movie Casino. <laughs> the guy knows all the lines and everything like that. <laughs> you know, I, I, it was a good game. It really was a good game. I've, I think that uh, – there was probably a couple of plays that it could have gone either way, but um, uh, the helmet to helmet, yeah, end of the first half, yeah. What'd you think about that one? I was driving home from Indianapolis. Never, <laughs> never seen the game. Uh, I had listened to it on the radio, so I didn't catch any of it. Were you still kind of like in a Twin Peaks fog? <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta, I gotta ask for everybody. <laughs> just, just, just slightly, just slightly, but it wasn't, it wasn't the Twin Peaks. It was the, the night before in the lobby, but ah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, funny you say that about the lobby and like that. So my kids play travel sports, so I'm very familiar with lobby talk. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a play toward the end of the first half. Rashard Higgins got a clear, clear path to the end zone, and he dives. Okay. And I can't think of the name, who the guy was. Uh, Sorensen, I think it was. Basically led with his head. Hit him, but here's the thing. I don't think that affected the fumble, but it was a clear head-to-head hit. And, you know, if that's if that's the other team, if that's Green Bay, if that's Tampa Bay, th- that flag's thrown. And like I said on Twitter after the play happened, I said, that's a definite Lion slash Browns no call. It happens to us all the time. And... So, but he fumbled it. It went out of the back of the end zone or the side of the end zone. It was a touchback, and and ultimately, you know, that was the dis- difference in the score. But That's what you know. can you make that rule make sense to me? Okay, so <laughs> I mean, hel- I understand it. Helmet to helmet, so that well, not the helmet, the, the the touchback. Wait, oh, you fumbled the ball, so he fumbled they it. Never get possession, but yeah, just but because it, it goes out the back yeah, of the end zone, he fumbled it. It rolls out. Yeah, I don't, in, get, it I don't get that. Yeah, he fumbled it in the in the game of play, yeah. and then it. You know, puttered out to the uh, side of the end zone. That one can, needs to be changed. Yeah. Well, however they want to do it, and not just to try to help your Browns there. But I mean, <laughs> if anything, they never got possession of that ball. They so nope. that was the one thing. Like I said, I was driving, so I was on the radio. They they went back and forth almost the whole way home yeah. about that. I was I listened to uh, some of course betting shows, <laughs> and they and they were trying to make sense of it. And they said that could be one of the worst rules around. Yeah, I mean, and it cost them. Yeah, absolutely. it cost them because you know they would have went into halftime down by I think it would have been down by five points or six at the time, and with momentum, getting the ball to start the second half, and and they came out, they came out, you know, playing really well in the second half. Even when Mahomes yeah. was out there, they they played tough. But um, so they they're done. Kansas City moves on, goes to the AFC Championship game where they were going to play Bills Mafia, which. The stores in rural Buffalo, the 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 Dick's Sporting Goods in rural Buffalo, uh, are selling tables now. 
Are you uh, serious? Yes, they have their Buffalo Bill section, and included in that section are the long plastic tables. So there's 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 definitely a run on tables in Buffalo. I got one. You want me to pull it out this weekend? You can uh, do a drop on it. Well, I mean, it depends on how crazy it gets out here in the speakeasy. Hey, it could. You never <laughs> yeah. know. Well, we have we have been known to. I mean, we get cops called on us. Yeah, yeah, at 9 p.m. At yes, 9 up too, huh? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, we know who it is. Mm-hmm. And you're going down. You better cut your grass, Nick, in the summer. <laughs> you're going down. <laughs> we always right, so, forget. All right, so let's go on to the geezer, uh, the geezer bowl between the, Brady and uh, Breeze. As they're calling it, the goat bowl. You know what? I'll tell you right now. Those two guys, even back from college, they were just unbelievable. Right. Oh, absolutely. They they were comparing the one game that uh, they played. Uh, was it like nine, <laughs> eighty five or eighty? You know, well, I don't know how long ago it was. A million years ago, uh, when Purdue played Michigan, and they were saying, "Did they know? Was it twenty five years later that this is what they would be doing?" Mm. That, yeah. Oh, Brady and Breeze. Brady yeah. and yeah. Brady yeah. and Breeze. Uh, uh, you know, and I'm glad that. I mean, he hasn't come out and made it entirely official yet, but all all indications point that he's going to be yeah. done. Yeah, and I'm. It's my, he should have left two years ago. Um, I just don't think he has it. But then I think today his wife came out and said that, you know, besides the eleven broken ribs, the collapsed <laughs> lung, he had a torn rotator cuff. Yeah. He had all this other stuff going on. Well, he hasn't been to. He hasn't been able to really throw the ball solid in the last two or three years. And, you know, he's he's come out of the shoot, you know, throwing really well the first eight, nine weeks. He's, you know, top five quarterback in the league. But then I think his age and his his inability to really get the ball downfield hinders him, and, and it showed. He made a little bit of a comeback this year at the end of the season. He got him, you know, got him where they were, but... You know, statistically, their his numbers decline toward the second half of the season. So I agree, he probably should have hung them up two years ago. But it's a shame that he he throws three picks and they have four turnovers, and he just looks terrible in the second half. And and the NFL is a you know what have you done for me lately kind of a league. So people are going to remember that and not really focus on you know his Hall of Fame career. But you know he's a legend. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, and he deserves it. Oh yeah, on uh, first ballot, easy. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Anybody that votes against them should be put on the firing squad. <laughs> they just don't like moles. That's probably why they're um, going to vote against them. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it was. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say Tom Brady didn't impress me either. I think he was under fifty percent on his on his completions and everything like that. So. I'm, he didn't really impress me. The whole game was kind of lackluster to begin with, especially <laughs> especially the hype that was built up towards it. Like, you know, everybody was putting that spoof on like it was going to be on the History Channel because it was, you know. But, you know, the thing, it is what it is. He I, took advantage of good good uh, field position from oh, the turnovers, and, and he struck. You know, and here's the thing, though, is they had, that, they had like, that couple that called back or whatever, and I, my, they would have been – Tampa Bay would have lost that game yeah. if those would have stood up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fell for it. I took the over. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest I, game ever. I thought New Orleans was going to win. I lost that game. It's going to be a shootout. These yeah. two guys. Yeah, yeah I, well. I said, no way. I saw that two and a half when it fell uh, from three to two and a half on game day. I'm like, how can they do that? No way. New Orleans is going to smoke them. This is 45-37. We're good. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, and it, it wasn't. Nope. 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 
No, I thought Breeze would look better, but, you know, it is what it is. So the Tampa, Tampa Bay, or as you like to call them, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're moving on to the frozen tundra yeah, well, of Lambeau Field. Well, you know, and Aaron Rodgers, he pretty much disposed of of the Rams. <sighs> hey, uh, he, gra- listen. Gra- granted, uh, granted, Aaron Donald was injured. He, he wasn't himself. Anybody he made say, oh, he was great. Aaron Donald cry. Did he cry? Oh, he, he cried. Yes. Yes. Now, it's one savage son of a oh, bitch that can make Aaron Donald cry. The baddest mofo in the game on the sidelines, weeping like a little bitch. Oh, man. Says a lot. Says a lot. All right, so let's talk about this weekend coming up. We got the Bills and the, and the Chiefs. The line right now, as of today, because I updated it, minus three. I think I think that's fair. That's a, that, that's probably a fair line. Bills are coming in hot. If I tell you right now, if Mahomes uh, doesn't play, if Mahomes doesn't play, that it's that, over. that that yeah. that flip flops. That three goes to a, a plus six probably yeah. for Kansas City. Oh, for sure. But yeah, um, it, again, Mahomes brings the the intangibles to the game that no other no other player can he was he was playing on a i mean all indications are he broke his big toe on his left foot during the game the first half this past week it didn't stop him no. he just he just kept making ridiculous play after ridiculous play the guy the guy leaves it all out on the field every week and he knows how to find play find them when they're not you know when they're Leap. The defense can't cover. Leaves it all on the field. It reminds yeah. me of uh, number nine. <laughs> I got Mike chuckling over here. Are we talking about Stafford? We're talking about Maddie. Maddie. Maddie Stafford. Maddie Stafford. All right, so you're going to take. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, again, so, it so, all. It so, all re- so, realistically, gun to your head, Mahomes plays, you're taking Kansas City. No question. Okay. Uh, they're. 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 Slightly better team. Um, Buffalo might have a little bit edge on defense. Uh, special teams are pretty pretty level because Kansas City can return good kicks. But yeah, I mean that three. I I think that's a solid. I, I could see it being a field goal game, last possession. Um, but yeah, Kansas City's going to roll on for a back to back. Well, I'll Bowl. tell you right now, if, if history would repeat itself over and over again, I mean we're old enough to remember. The bills of the old. <laughs> if it Wide comes right, to, hey, if it comes if it comes to a field goal for the Bills to win the game, my bet's on Kansas City. My bet is on Norwood coming out on the field <laughs> and missing that field goal. Scott Norwood with the duck bar face mask. <laughs> yeah. Might as well just not have one. Oh yes, oh, man. definitely. Who, who do you got, Mike? Who do you think? Who do you think is going to take this one? I, I'm going to uh, give the points. I'm going to take Kansas City. I, I think that line is Ooh. it's it looks good, this but guy, I think it's very it's this guy got a lot of a lot I of think free it's credits towards the recent uh, uh, way Bills have been playing the Mahomes injury. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they'll tell you that it would be similar to that if Mahomes went. I would love to have seen what that line was if he was 100 mm-hmm. percent healthy. And let's say they win a little bit more convincingly against the Browns because he was in there. Uh, I, I, my yeah. guess would be a touchdown. Yeah, that, or close that's, to so it. I think that's a cheap three mm-hmm. that, that I'll take, and and whenever possible, I fade the public, and the public's all over the Bills. Yeah, <laughs> well, that number, like we said, is it's three right now. 
So did you get all your free money from the uh, sports books open? This uh, online you, sports books open you, this weekend? You have no idea. But this, this episode's not long enough because where did I say I was this weekend? But Indianapolis. And the dads on the team love to go to the casinos when we're on trips. So I'm like, let's go before the games. I want to go bet. And I thought about it. I go, wait. It's online. It's mm-hmm. legal in Indiana. I, I was betting all weekend on Indiana. <laughs> on, on, on it. Now, I, my record wasn't so good. Let's but, make but sure I the wife well. doesn't see that one. Or well, uh, she, that run, one. she runs the credit card, so I, I had to tell her, hey, something's going to come across on the charge. Don't it's gonna, worry about yeah, it's it. It's going to come up it's as gonna, uh, it's going to be all right. It's gonna I got it covered. I, I got it. Just don't worry about I'm gonna it. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. <laughs> right? gonna hey, win. just don't worry. It's Murphy's like, Law. That's like me buying something. I'm just going to work overtime to pay for that. Yeah, right. It don't work shit. If you guys do it way Wait till you get it, it is it's unbelievable. They have some creative things in there. They have some fun stuff. It, it was we had a blast. We were up watching the late hockey games, betting them live in game mm. as the games were going on. Oh no! Shit. And then some of those like FanDuel, if it's yep. a bad beat or something like that, yes. they'll they'll refund yep. your bet. You and they have like a, an insurance. If you yeah. bet over fifty dollars and your team was winning after the first quarter but loses the game, they'll they'll refund the money. Yeah. Oh no shit! It's yeah. a nice little yeah. All, all different. Little Some option. of the, the odd losses this year and stuff in, in the games, they give the money back. Like, hey, thank you. <laughs> There's been a lot of them. Yeah. So, so the element of being a sore loser is no longer uh, <laughs> applicable. Uh, Hit the I, drop. I, 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 I was just, if, you're gonna, if you're if you're betting going to be a sore loser, don't <laughs> bet because you're going to lose. It's just, this is Mike when he found out he won his the other day. He's like, yeah, yeah I won. <laughs> oh, you, you should have heard. I was getting texted because I pat myself on the back. I took uh, but don't Patty, break hey, hey, Don't break your arm when you do that. I okay? took Patty Mahomes to score the first touchdown at 18, oh. 18 to 1 odds. Oh, nice. Oh, oh. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Plus wow. eighteen hundred. Oh, and then he took that ball and launched it into the second deck. <laughs> that's what they said on the radio. <laughs> that, that's that's going to be the next drop. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to reach out to Rod Allen oh. on uh, on social media and see if he'll just do like a <laughs> recording. Of, you know what? I might even pay for the you know the cameos. I might get the cameo where it says, "Hey, Rod, I'm going to pay you a hundred dollars just to just say, to say second deck, <laughs> and that's all I want." Mickey You'll Revin have to look do it for you now too. Right? Well, yeah, Mickey, no. oh, yeah, Mickey, Mickey Revin said, "Good fucking power play, <laughs> good fucking throw." Yeah. Hey, 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 good fucking power play. What are they sneaking in his uh, in his uh, booth when he's doing the games there at the yeah. Pizza Palace? Some, uh, say, some good iced more tea, more than uh, ginger ale. Right, right. Say, right? <laughs> So yeah, that that game, uh, I, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I think it's going to be another uh, uh, shootout. Uh, both teams have the good de- uh, offense, and, 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 you know, like I said, Kansas City's going to move on, in my opinion, and they're going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl back-to-back. That hasn't happened in a while. I mean, I have... Memory I, escapes. I'm, I'm not sure. It's been quite a while since I'm taking, been... I'm taking the Bills. Well, I really am. Yeah. I mean, it... Well, the, I mean, I'm just going to go for it. Can't argue because Josh Allen has just been playing out of his mind. I think if there's one one part of their game that that could be a problem is the running game. Uh, their running game is their uh, their number one is out. So Singletary is starting, and you know he's a serviceable back, but I I don't think he's got what it takes comparison to like a Le'Veon Bell. But we'll see. You know they're. They're offensively with Josh Allen and, and Steph Diggs and and uh, the Cole Beasley, the long-haired uh, 
cowboy rapper. Talk, he, 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 he talking about Justin Turner, the football player? <laughs> right, right, right. He oh, I can't plays third baseball. base and slot receiver. But, uh, yeah, so, all right, well, well all right. We, we disagree on that, but that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So we got we got two Kansas Cities, and we got one Bills, one and me. So then we got the Battle of the Bays. We got uh, Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Yep. Uh, I mean, realistically, I don't even really need to even – Give my input on it because it's not going to be with Tampa Bay. No, they're going to get absolutely just slaughtered. I just, I don't, I just, I don't think that they have. I don't think they have the means to take away what Aaron Rodgers has done this year. Right. I, I don't think they can repeat what they did in Tampa Bay this year, where they just destroyed them and made made Aaron Rodgers oh, look yeah. silly. That's the only sure. time since then he's been mm-hmm. on an MVP mark. Yeah, that was the last game they lost. Yeah. That was the last game they lost, and and. uh but yeah, I think I think Rodgers made some mistakes, and they they just didn't have their game. I think they might have been on their high horse at that point and uh, started the game really hot. Yep. But that game was in Tampa. <laughs> this game's not, and the this, weather. Is this game on Saturday or Sunday? It, it's the Saturday night game. Oh, the Saturday night game. So, so you're looking yeah. at twenty one. Yeah. You're looking at twenty one degrees during the day, eighteen at night in Green Bay. Albeit, old man, old man Brady with his uh, arthritis. But yeah, yeah, I don't think he's going to. You know, we do talked very well. earlier this week. Brady plays played in New England, so True. I don't think the cold is going to affect him. Everybody else around, yes. him but you got to, you, yeah, you got to wonder the other players. But and then Rogers just seems to uh, turn it up a notch. Hits a different gear when that when that temperature hits sub, you know, sub freezing, and he just he tends to just play a little bit harder and and the one thing that that intrigues me with Green Bay it seems like it's somebody different every week they're just they they seem to plug in the right player at the right time yeah and whether it's uh, obviously Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones running back or big Bob Tunyon uh, who I think he's going to be the x factor in this game Having a dominant tight end out there, but they just—he just spreads the ball out like no other quarterback in the NFL. He knows how to make people look good, and he does it. And I don't think he breaks a sweat. He just makes it look so easy. He's like no. playing Tech Mobile out no. there. Yes, he's worried about. I just showed my age. He's just, Tech Mobile, yeah. greatest game ever. I Tech Mobile Super Bowl. I See, I used to play John Elway. Oh, yeah. Where you knew the cheat code where you'd reverse the play, normal play back and forth a couple of times. You'd throw it to the guy, and the guy would run 100 miles down on the screen, and nobody could catch him. <laughs> That's the cheat game I play. And by the way, it's probably on that little device that I that it I got the other day. We'll have to we'll have to bust that thing out. Oh, I'm going to tear you up. Okay, I'm going to we'll, tear you up. We'll see. Speaking of getting tore up, let's talk about this Lions coaching situation we got going on here today, finally. Yeah. After... A week or so of speculation. So we, we announced the general manager the other day, Brad Holmes. Congratulations. Welcome to Motor City. you got a tall mountain task ahead of you. But a couple things that I really took out of his, out of his press conference from me, and I don't know if you guys watch or not, but I watched it. And I'm not going to say I dissected or I, or I nitpicked and everything like that, but one thing I got out of him, the four key points, is he's got a passion for the game and the process that he is going to take to get the team where he feels it needs to be. That was first and foremost. The second team was is he's going to – I feel he's going to run the team. It, from what I gather, 
it's going to be more of like a uh, as a family where everybody at the table has a voice, mm-hmm. meaning it's not going to be, um, you know, Bob Quinn saying, yep. "Hey, we're going to get get to the draft. We got the third overall pick. We got two of us sitting right there. Yeah. We're going to take we're going to take Jeff Okuda." Mm-hmm. Which yeah, that, that, that now, was the case. I, now here's the thing: is I'm not I'm not I don't know the guy like that. He ran into some injuries. He struggled a little bit this year with injuries. I hope he gets back on the field and. Today I was I was watching a show, and uh, they had um, Darius Slay on. He's like, you know, your first year, that's a huge – you're on an island by yourself. It's exactly the way he said it. You're on an island by yourself. Give this guy a little bit of time. He's going to come through. He needs good coaching. And the third thing that I took out of this guy, he's self-made. It's not oh, like yeah. anybody – hand. The, the guy was an intern. He interviewed as an intern for PR with the Lions and the Rams, took the Rams job. But he worked his way up, meaning mm-hmm. that he every step that he did, he honed his craft, became the best at what he was put in the title that he was given. He was he made himself to be the best that was there, and he worked up. And it seemed like the guy's pretty humble. Well, he did a lot with the Rams. Uh, he had you know he drafted a lot with not many picks. That, yeah, they didn't have many first round picks. That's while he was there. I like about him is that like, his, his evaluation is is, that, is what he's known for. Know, his his. Finding the the you know, uh, realistically, my personal opinion. You look at Aaron Donald now. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald's what a fourteenth a fourteenth pick oh. in the draft or something like the that. The Lions decided he, to say a, a, certain team. Yeah, like like, like like he was late in the draft or whatever, and he's like, you know what? Even yeah, it was first round. He's like, you know what? That guy's gonna be something. Yeah, all the other fourteen teams passed on him. We probably took another tight end, but. And and the one thing that I I like the most is uh, it's it's not a New England Patriot. Oh my god! Rehash. And, and what did I say from like the onset of this? I don't give a shit if they hired Fred Rogers to be the goddamn general manager. <laughs> as long as he had no nope. affiliation with the Patriots, I don't want it. I'm in. Yep, I am in a hundred percent. That that ship sailed, <sighs> and it, and it's just been nothing but failure after failure. But however, one thing I did take out of this last press conference, I don't know if you guys listened to it or not. Did you listen to it, Mike? I, I did not. I, I pulled the abused uh, Lions fan and just ignored it. No, oh, <laughs> ignored it till week one. <laughs> ignore it. Show me. And it's like I'll be all right. Well, you know, and that's the thing is, I'm like that too. I was, I'm, you know, I, granted, I'll sit here and be like, the Lions suck. I can't stand them. You know. Eat shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a paper bag on my head and and, and, and be in the in the stands. But we still watch. Oh, absolutely. But I still watch it. I mean, I'm you know, and my dad, you know, bless his soul. My dad hated when they hired Matt Mellon. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, my dad was like, this guy is the worst. My dad is like, he was the worst guy on TV. See, I, I thought he was he was he was good in the booth. I, I, no. I liked him. No. But it's Matt Millen's the reason why I didn't watch it. Like, I was so sold on him. I remember calling my brother and saying, this is going to be awesome. The yep. Lions are finally back. And he we laughed, did it. Uh, he laughed we did it. it. I, so we did it. I basically proved I know nothing, which I, I, I will admit, I, I know nothing. So I will re- I will read about this guy, and I like listening to the uh, the interviews of people really oh. blowing him up, like how just smart this guy is. When he yep. speaks, you leave that room, and mm-hmm. you're wowed. So yeah, I, I I bought the uh, <laughs> I bought the Matt Millen cornbread too. Uh, trust me, I was uh, I was waving the flags. Oh God! How soon did it take to? Oh. No, that was a big. You know, my thing was is and here's another thing. Just from the onset of that, it's like you know, and I'm not like gonna I'm not gonna sit here. I'm not gonna beat a dead horse or anything like that. 
I was a huge Joey Harrington fan when he was in college. Joey Ball. I thought he was unreal yep. in college, and he was. They drafted him, and they said, "You know, you know what, buddy? I don't give a shit that you sit in the pocket and you pass the ball. This is the way we're going to run football here, and you're going to adapt to it. You can't do that. No, nope. right? You cannot. That'd be like taking. It, they talked about it today. That'd be like taking the, the running back and saying, "Hey, hey, big fella." What are you about five eleven, two twenty? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna play tight end this year, or you're gonna be a wide out. Come on, really? They're they're trained for positions exactly. And when you when you expect them to change the way they've played for their entire life, you know, and you see what happened. He 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 didn't have a very successful career. Here. Yeah. So so we hired the general manager today. It was announced at Dan Campbell, who by the way, if there's anybody that is going to be in Allen Park. That wants to win as bad as the fans do. It's got to be. It's got to be Campbell. He was on the zero sixteen team. Oh yeah, he's got that. There's a glaring blemish <laughs> on hit on hit. It's a stain on his existence in Detroit. Yeah. Am I right or am I wrong? I mean, I got utter. I got utter silence. Everybody's looking at me like. <laughs> I can't believe the guy just said that. Well, but it, but, but it is. It is. It, he knows the pain of said Lion fans. He knows that even at 0-16, they still sell out that son of a bitch. Oh. And people still show up. So If anybody needs to wear a paper bag on their head, it should be Dan Campbell on the first game. <laughs> he better be he ready. He was there. He was there. Yep. Yeah, he knows. So I had I, season tickets, fuckers. I, he was there. I paid for that. I paid. That year, I paid to watch that disaster. Hold on. Did you make it the whole season? Oh, no. Uh, uh, after four games... I, I couldn't, Mike. I couldn't pay somebody to take those tickets. No, no either could I. I had season tickets. Either I was like, it was my last I was like, season. I, was like, hey, I, man, I, I made it a couple of games. Hey, I'm like, this is awful. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I got two tickets. It's right in the end zone, four rows up from the field. Do you want them? Uh, I'll give you a hundred bucks I'm to take going them. To church this yeah, week. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna eat donuts. I'm afterwards. like, I'll pay for your tailgate. Nah, I'm good. I'll drive you down there and pick you up. Nah, I'm good. I'll buy your alcohol. God damn. Sorry. I'm like, God damn it, dude. I could even do one better. I I took them in Vegas over. I think it was seven wins. Oh, <laughs> you should have retired from my, gambling at that point. Oh, my my oh, uncle my. would get a hold of me after every game, and he's like, if they go. Nine, you know, if they win so many games in a row, it just got all the way to It's like, I can't believe it. Can you imagine in Vegas if you went in there and said, you know what? What are the odds of them not winning the game this year? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm going to put a hundo on that one. That'd be like winning the lottery. Yeah, I, I think at, at today's rate, I think DraftKings would have given my money back. That's a bad beat, <laughs> Mr. Iverson. <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah, you put a hundred bucks down and be like, what are the odds of them never winning a game this year? They'd be like, well, you know, we really don't score that, but give us – but we'll take your money. We'll figure it out in a second. They, they'd be like, here's the odds. You take those odds. They would probably call you probably 14 games in this season. Be like, hey, we're going to yeah. offer you a buyout. <laughs> because yeah. It's not looking really good. Uh, <laughs> because, for you. because you're going to fuck us. You're going to bankrupt <laughs> us. You're going to screw us. Let's go half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Would a hundred k work for you? Make it two, and we're good. <laughs> Double it. <laughs> but yeah. you got You look at the flip side, though. You guys were season ticket holders yeah. for history. The first 
defeated Dude. season in NFL history. I mean, what could be better? Is that really something you want, Mike? Is that really what something you be want better? on your on your? You want to be like on your marquee of life, Richard like, Jasper like, on his wait, hold tombstone. On. So hold on here. So the marquee of your life. You look at your marquee, and, and Mike's like, I, "I went to college. I got a good job. I got two kids. I got a beautiful wife. I got a I got an up and coming." Really popular smoke show. That's on the marquee. And then, but and then on that marquee, he's got season ticket holder for. Oh, nobody wants to remember that, Tom. Nobody does. Well, you know, I've got a good sense of humor, so I might put it on <laughs> for, for a good like, for someone to come by and say, "Oh, that, that Mike Ivasil." What is he known for? Season tickets. Just say zero and sixteen. Hey, did you oh, hey, did you walk around with a sign your back says I'm a Lions I'm a I'm a zero and sixteen Lions season ticket holder. But do we do we me. not do we not forget <laughs> they won the preseason championship yeah, that oh, year? Yeah, they went yes, four they and zero oh yeah, in the preseason. Yeah, so yeah, it wasn't you know all that too bad. Yeah. Well, I saw <laughs> too bad. Hey, championships, baby! Yeah, hey, 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 hey! All right, so uh, so get on with that. I mean, I don't want to seriously. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but they're talking about having uh, you know some uh, Aaron Glenn come in. I like it. You like it? I do because I think one thing players react to in the league is coaches that have been there and have done that. When you you take a guy like Aaron Glenn, who's you know he's been in the NFL, he was in the NFL, played coached i think players respect that and they know that he's just not just some bag of wind you know barking out orders like this guy's actually been there he's been in the trenches and i think they relate to that so i i think that's a good pickup he's a younger guy uh he's secondary coach which it's i mean as far back as i can remember there's been a bit of a hole in the secondary with Lions defense. So I think having a defensive coordinator that specializes in that position, I think that's a big, big bonus to have. And, and again, you know, his experience on the field, I, I like it. I think it, I think it'd be a good pick as of today. He hasn't been signed, but all indications are it, it he will. So I don't know enough about the guy to really yeah. to, to throw an opinion out there. I mean, if you said it was a defensive coordinator, Okay, then I can say, oh yeah, that guy. Right. But you know, you're talking about a defensive backs coach, and you know, in 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 reality, I don't think that those guys get enough credit for the work that they put in. Normally, you get a D back, you get a defensive back coach, you get a linebacker coach, you get a line coach. Those guys are the guys who are really working with those guys day in and day out, and then the coordinator's guy who really takes the takes the credit yeah. for it. But you need somebody that's gonna. And that's why I was a big proponent of having Robert Sala as a coach. But he's a he's a fiery guy. He's an X's and O guy. Hey, hey, hey don't be talking bad about uh, Sala. Well, I I don't because I I wanted him here. We got a we got a guy here that sports some forts and tractor uh, gar, uh, gear all the time. So all right, Warren Fortin. <laughs> but it's he knows how to get every ounce out of his players. No matter what, with that defense he had this year in San Francisco, he got everything, and 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 they, you know, they they had a respectable record. But if it wasn't for his his passion and his just ability to, you know, like they say, leader of men, lead men, and have those X's and O's, I would have been huge here. But as a coordinator, you need that. Will Aaron Glenn bring it? We'll see. You know, to be determined. But you you need that in a coordinator. 
And you know, let's let's backtrack a little bit here to Dan Campbell. Dan, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that he's gonna be the smartest guy in the room because he's probably not. However, the the guy he's taken his spot thought he was. Oh, yeah. He he thought he was the smartest guy in the room. How about sitting up straight? Yeah. Just, just sit yeah. up straight. Yeah, exactly. You know, berating the the media. That guy was a piece of garbage. Yeah. And I don't care that he was a. Uh, Rocket scientist? Rockets. I don't care. The guy couldn't coach could to save his life. Rocket Man is a sound drive. He needed to go two years ago. He was a joke, and I'm glad he's gone. So anything's an improvement. You know, and it, it, my well, beer is a better improvement over Matt Patricia. Which, he's, by the way, folks, I'm looking at his beer right now, and it looks pretty damn it's, empty. It's pretty empty. <laughs> but, you know, with him, he's, he's not a guy that's going to come in. He's going to be like a, a know-it-all, like, I know this. I I've been there. I've done this. I, believe me, this guy's not going to be like, guys. I know what it's like. I was on the O and sixteen Lion team, or it's going to be like uh, Patricia, where he was like, I called the best play in NFL history. Oh, no, I, it was Daryl Bevel that called the worst play in <laughs> offensive history, which turned you know, will he be the offensive coordinator moving right. forward? But no, hey, that was not hey, Matt Patricia. Hey, hey, hey Daryl. Thanks for helping me get this job in Detroit. You want a job as an offensive coordinator? <laughs> exactly. I heard you're looking for employment. So let's talk about offensive coordinator since we just brought Daryl Bevel up. So do you think Daryl Bevel's going to stick on? I, I, my my I, opinion is I, 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 I kind of think so, yeah. and here's why. Number one, it's Dan Campbell, and it's not Robert Sala, because I think Robert Sala was going to bring um, McVay, or I'm sorry, LeFleur's brother, with him as coordinator. So you got that. Number two, um, his maybe closeness with Stafford since, uh, let's face it. We Matt, got one guy shaking his head, yes. Matt, Matt Stafford has I love it. Has had a lot of coaches in his almost in what will be his 13th season. So having familiarity with your coach in the playbook, I, I think that's important, especially with Stafford being – up there in age in his career, so I think for that that fact alone, I do see him being the their top option right now. Yeah, I mean i I really can't disagree with you too much. I do not want Doug Peterson here. No, and, and I don't. I don't think that, you know what that guy shouldn't get a job in the NFL for at least three years. Does he remind you of uh, Mike Martz? Yeah, Peterson. Peterson, j- just yeah. the, the smarter mad, than mad yeah. scientist, yeah. you know, pulling stuff. The out. greatest show on turf. Yeah. But by the way, I will tell you this right now: I loved Mike Martz when he was with the Rams. Oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> when like they loved Doug Peterson when they won the Super Bowl, but, yeah. but then it goes sideways. But all quick. indications are the players are not happy. Yeah. At all with that, Peterson? That no, that with the owner Jeff Laurie, oh. they're not had. They they wanted Wentz gone. They that, did not and want. That's what it came Peterson. down to, right? Yeah, Peterson wanted Wentz, Wentz gone. Uh, Laurie wanted Wentz there, and let's not sugarcoat it. He wanted it there because he's got to pay him a lot of money. Yep, and it's going to exactly. cost him a lot to try and move him. So it's cheaper to fire the coach, and the, and that's what happened. It's all about the uh, economics. Mm-hmm. That's it. So no, I I don't believe it'll be Peterson. I think he's going to hold out for another uh, head coach gig. So I I don't see it going down that route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't. I I would be happy with Bevel to be back. I'm not going to say that he was the greatest, but then again, I'm not going to sit here and say that 
I, I just don't think that the Lions did enough on the defensive side of the ball. And if, you know what? And Quinn absolutely crippled this team with these horrible mm-hmm. signings. Yep. And we're going to pay for it for years. Everybody's like, well, I want to, I want, I just want them to come out and say they want to rebuild. They, they're going to rebuild. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, and this goes on with the Doug Peterson stuff. A professional athlete, and next time you go to the studio and you and you talk to your uh, and you talk to uh, Bell, none of those guys go into those games, especially when they know that they haven't say they haven't won a goddamn game all year long. There ain't no guy that goes in the locker room saying, "Hey, we're going to throw this game. Screw it, we're not we're not playing." Those guys, they're professionals, and the reason why they're professionals is because they have the absolute desire to win football games. That's why they're there. Doug Peterson let his players down, and that's the reason why he lost his job. However, he might have been told to tank that game because what the hell are you doing putting that guy in? I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. You I know. don't. And stuff he, like he that. He told you he's been there four years, and he deserves some snaps. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Got to give him a look for hey, next year. Hey, oh, hey, he but, cost betters money. Hey, hey, oh, yeah, he did. Hey, 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 but listen here. And the Giants. I was, I was, <laughs> hey, but, hey, but I was a season ticket holder for so long, so I deserve to be the guy that runs out in the field and picks up the tee after every time they kick a fucking extra point. <laughs> but you don't see that happening, do right. you? Nope. Get on there with yeah, Jason no. Waller and do some punt, some punt uh, catches. Nah, we'll save that for another. No, but I think I, I think the only place I see Peterson going to as a non-head coach would be Seattle for their offensive coordinator position because you get an opportunity to work with DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson. Uh, I think you jump on that opportunity, but um, no, I, I, I think that'd be the the only landing spot for him. Yeah. Well, we're going to shift gears right now because, you know what, we've been talking about the Lions for the last, I don't know, four weeks. It's like we're sitting here beating a dead horse, so we might have to take a break from the Lions for at least two weeks. But Talking about beating? Beating what? Got his cock clean. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> really? Whoa. Really? Whoa. <laughs> we got Mike here. Mike's a hockey guy. Hockey. Mike is a ho- And I'm going to tell you right now, we are going to do an episode, and I'm going to need you to help orchestrate this. Because I want your buddy Sean to come on here, and I want to talk nothing but '90s hockey. I think you just got him. <sighs> I want to talk. I want to talk about everything about '90s hockey. It, it, it is amazing. He he teases me with his memory. I want of hockey. I want Sean and I want Habs man here. <laughs> I got to have them both here at the same time. Have they oh. ever been seen in the same place? Uh, no, because they don't <laughs> like each other. They fight all the time. It may have happened once. 20 years ago? They, but they fight each other all the Rumors. time. But but you know what? We got into some good dialogue uh, about two weeks ago when we were talking about uh, about 90s hockey. And I, you know, even though, yeah, our age difference between you and I is different, but I grew up every Saturday night to 7.30 Hockey Night in Canada game, the 9.30, 10 o'clock West Coast, watching it every single Saturday. I'm a huge Oilers fan. All right, yeah. Huge Oilers fan from the days of when Glenn Sather, uh, you had Glenn, uh, Glenn Anderson, you had Coffee, you had Curry, you had Charlie Huddy, all those guys. I'm a huge fan of that. I got a friend of mine who I might be able to try to get him on as well, but uh, I got I to gotta try to play that card right. Or anything like that, but we're going to talk NHL. The Red Wings, 
they two and two right now? They won. They're two and two. Yeah. Well, they well yeah they won. They won yeah, last they, night in overtime. Fucking good power play, I tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> according, to, according to the old Mick, got a good fucking power play. Real good. Real good. I still think he said looking power play, but you know whatever. To be determined. Yeah, that's that. Hey, that's hey, that's my opinion because I don't like to. Uh, These virgin ears, exactly. Think he said exactly. Good fucking power play. <laughs> but you know, so they dropped their home opener last Tuesday. They lost, and you know they got they got shut out. You know they got or last Thursday they got shut out. Um, you're not going to win many hockey games when you're getting out shot out, out shot three to one. Right. You are just not going to do that. Grice played great. Yes. I mean, he played unbelievably mm-hmm. great. In both games he played. The the opener, he he played really no, well. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, when you got 42 shots put on you, yeah, you. I mean, you played pretty great. And then they come back on Saturday, they get a 4-2 win. Bobby Ryan. <laughs> now, I remember watching Bobby Ryan when he was in – now, I used to go to Plymouth and watch the okay. Whalers like crazy. I don't know if you did or yeah. not. I used to go watch Whalers games as often as I could. We played for Owen Sound. He was great back then. And I tell you right now, and that's one thing I do miss about having the Whalers in Plymouth because it was cheap and it was fun. You, you can't beat that. For, for that price, I take my kids. $5 Fridays. Oh, man, it's unbelievable. I mean, you can't. I mean, it's really. It's a shame that they couldn't keep that team in this area that calls itself Hockey Town. Mm. But that's another story. That's yeah, another story. That, what, <laughs> hey, don't, hey, don't think I'm not putting mental notes in here for other shows because, I mean, God willing, if you want, I'd love to have you back and we can do more about hockey and shows like that. But they're wings. Bobby Ryan comes out. Right now I think he's sitting on four goals. Four, and four goals right now. Yep. Leading the league. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why he's here is because Zeisman. Did you see him when he said that? Yeah, that was that. that yeah, that, that was, that it was, was awesome. Iserman. Well, Bobby Ryan's first call he took was Iserman, and he sold him on it. Yep, and that that gives you hope as a fan that exactly that, you know the Iser plan. You know it's it's going to take a little bit, but right. just trust the process. And and he's definitely a, an example of one that maybe not a lot of people had high hopes on him. Maybe not a lot of teams thought. Well, I don't know if we want to bring this guy in. He's he's got a, you know a little bit of a past, but, but you know what though. He, but I'm I'm a big fan of giving people second chances when it comes to things, right. especially when it's things that they acknowledge that is wrong. Well, he owned and that's it. one of the things he did is he acknowledged. He's like, hey, look, I have a problem. I'm going to get help. He got the support from the senators. He went out. He took care of himself. He got right with his family first. Right. Then he then he continued his career. Oh shit! His first game back, he scored a hat trick. Right. I mean, real, come on! What a better feel-good story for that! How incredible is that backstory, too? I know. <laughs> I know that, that is crazy. You know, and there's a guy that I work with. And, you know, when he got when he got re-signed or when he got signed here in Detroit, I, I was all about it. Yeah. I mean, I was absolutely all about it. I was like, you know what? This guy's going to come in. He's he's a changed man. I mean, he really is, and uh, you want a player like that because he's 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 playing with a different kind of an edge. And the thing is, is for him to come into an off season to where he gets a phone call from Steve Eiserman, and Steve Eiserman pretty much just says, "Hey, I want you to come play for me." I mean, if Steve Eiserman called me and said, "Hey, uh, hey, Rich, uh, I want you to come over and cut my lawn for me," I'd be flabbergasted. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I, I, hey, uh, can you come over here and pick some weeds out of my flower garden, well, Rich? Well, I, dude, I'd be like, <laughs> news oh my flash, God. News flash. He might be a little disappointed. <laughs> I'd be that's like, a whole other story. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> I, I'm not ashamed to say I've got a little uh, shrine to him in my basement. Bobby Ryan? Oh, no, no, <laughs> oh okay. No, Mr. Eisenman. Mr. Eisenman. Not yet, Bobby Ryan. Oh, Bobby Ryan starts winning did, cups what did, here. Oh. What did uh, Bill Clinton call him? Steve Azerman. Azerman. Here's the man. Steve Azerman. Hey, speaking of Steve Azerman, he's on the screen he's right, right now. There. Look at that, Steve. Yeah. Oh, the Russian on, the, on the NHL uh, network right now. Is he is he here to stay or is he uh, draft pick uh, trade oh, bait? Man, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I hope. I hope they just they throw him an extension. I, I really do. I mean, I, I'm a, but, you know, the thing is, though, is it's, a, it's a different regime. If it was, if you know, and I'm not saying Ken Holland was a bad general manager. But Ken ha- Ken Holland, in my opinion, this is my opinion, nobody else's opinion. I think he was too loyal to players for too long, yep. and I don't think that Steve is that way. I think Steve's like, hey, look, I'm going to do this for you. I want you to come in, and if the guy's going to, if he's, if he, especially the younger guys, he's he's going to make it worthwhile. Look at Pertuzzi. Pertuzzi's like, I just want a one year deal. Arbitration, one-year deal. Let me prove to you what I'm worth. We'll come back to the table next yeah. year. Well, that you and that's a rarity. That's a rarity oh, in today's sports. I, you know, and I'm uh, me of a backstory on me. I'm not a huge fan of long contracts for players. I, you know what? I can say, you know what? Give him a three-year contract because then you're not married to the guy. Like the like the Tigers. We'll bring the Tigers up for example. They are married. To Miguel Cabrera's mm-hmm. stats yep. from five years yep. ago, that's it. Hit the window paying, for them to win, you are the, paying, win the World Series was two years. You are and they, they you, you are mortgaged their. You are paying him for what he did five years ago. Yep. You are not paying for what he's doing today. Stop me if you haven't heard this before. He's in the best shape of his career oh. in the <laughs> offseason. You're talking about him. Oh, oh Jesus! Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's great. Uh, it was like when Prince Fielder came here. Hey, the guy's a vegan. What the hell is he eating? <laughs> Fifty pound sacks of rice. He's eating vegans. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> on the side of the road, they were dead according to the stuff. <laughs> or he was he was eating Avasail Garcia because he was rubbing oh. his wife. <laughs> oh yeah, that's another podcast. Oh. Hey, I think, I think. He'll stick around. I, I can see Bobby Ryan sticking around for another year, and, and here's why. One thing you want on a team that is riddled with young talent is veteran leadership. Oh, Somebody yeah. that they can kind of look up to and ask questions like, hey, you know, about the league, and what, how do you do this, and and what are your experiences? And like how to conduct yourself. Absolutely, as a professional. So I, I, I think – in that regard, I think Iserman was looking at Bobby Ryan that way, thinking, here's a guy that's been on the top, he's been on the bottom, he's experienced every highs and lows of being oh, an NHL star. Adversity. Yeah. Right. So let's bring him in here to kind of guide these young guys, because let's face it, the wings are loaded with young talent, but no direction. Yeah. So he could, he might be able to be their, their light to lead them where they want to go. They just, I mean, my, uh, you know, and uh, you know, I'm going to leave this for Mike because Mike, Mike follows hockey probably. I mean, I follow it pretty good, but you have a better sense of it than I would. But they got to start shooting the puck. They start. They yep. got to start giving themselves an opportunity for a rebound or redirection. They they got to start doing something because it, it ain't going to cut it. 
Yeah, and the the problem with it that I see it as is that it, that takes a lot of hard work. When I look at Mantha, and Mantha has like six shots this year. That guy needs six shots a game. He's not working hard enough to get himself in the position to, to get those shots. Then the guys aren't working hard enough getting to the net. I think that's a lot of – I just think that's a lot of what I've seen in Jeff Blaschel's teams since he's been here. What do you think that reason is? Is he worried that if, if – if, if he's not performing, that he might not get the ice time? or uh, Mantha? Yeah. I, I think that's if you go Or he's trying history, to replicate. Is. I think that's who he is. He gets streaky, and then he kind of falls off the table. He's that kid that I think has a boatload of talent. He's got all the skills that it takes to be a superstar in this league. He always has since we drafted him. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason he was uh, in it Grand was... Rapids for so long, and he didn't come up, and then he – and he gets, I mean, you see him, he can score goals, we see it, but it takes effort. And that effort also is on the Coaches. back side of the puck. And, and I yeah. just. According to Mickey, he's got a good fucking power play. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you, with the way you see him play and kind of his history here thus far, do you think they made a mistake by re signing him and not getting rid of him? Myself, absolutely. I, I would. Uh, I've gone back and forth online with some people that know a lot more than me, and they think it's a great deal because of what you can see, what he could do. His ceiling. Just like, yeah, his ceiling. There you go. And I'm just like, I, it's just not going to happen. I don't see it happening. I pushed years ago to trade him when he was that hot prospect. Wow. Yeah. And, and I think if you asked Jeff Blaschel, he would have shipped him out too. Hmm. Because I don't think they see eye to eye on how to play the game. Hmm. I think they need to ship. Blaschel out, too. Uh, well, but it, I, I think if it came down to not having to pay two coaches, you know, because you have to finish his contract and then pay another guy in. Yeah. Well, how long has he got on his deal? This is it. This, this is year, it? This oh. year. Well. When they interviewed Iserman on his way in, they asked him about that because that was a Ken Holland signing before mm. Steve got here. Mm-hmm. He, his exact words were, uh, Blaschel's not going to hurt this team, <laughs> which he's not because I th- – I don't mean to be mean to well, someone that's got no. more hockey knowledge right. no, than, you, than no. I do, but he is great in Grand Rapids. I think he was at Western Michigan, wherever he's been. He's a great yeah. developer of young kids mm-hmm. and hockey players. He's not an NHL coach. There, he's, he's not going to hurt the team. He's also not going to help the team. You know, he's right. not. He's not going to make decisions that are going to really oh, I, render them. And, and that's where. The, the new Illich regime's not going to – doesn't want to pay the two coaches. So in this contract yeah. – so I, I mean, I'd be floored if they re-signed him at the end. The, the further along the season goes and there's no extension, that's pretty pretty much oh, an indicator that whether they – you know, well, who's the coach down in Grand Rapids right now? I'll look it up. Not sure, but like maybe maybe he'd go back to Grand Rapids, or maybe you know he he takes another role. I, I I do I I like, loved him down there. I'll be the first to say when, when Babcock was gone and they brought him in, I thought it was going to be great because of the successes that he had. Right, it just hasn't worked out, and I just he, he the, he's got some talent here, but they just to me play like a minor league team in the mm-hmm. NHL. Yeah, and, no, and, and that fine. that's unfortunate. You like you like the fact that. He's he started with their minor league club and yeah. comes up. He like he 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 earned his stripes and he knew all those kids. Sure, sure. Ben Simon, Ben Simon, never heard of you. Next, <laughs> never heard of him. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> so but, you know that's the thing is I mean we can sit here and, I mean and realistically I mean for all intents purposes we're just armchair quarterback guys mm-hmm. or 
you know, want to be GMs and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, from a fan's perspective, it's it's nice to get that. Um, you know, him, Tom and I talk a ton on just about every subject possible when it comes to sports, but it's nice to have your input on it because it, it kind of gives us a rejuvenated, fresh look at different things because normally we're, you know, you get close-minded on everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and, and Mr. Mike is, you know, he's kind of in the, in the crowd right now. He's, he's, in, he's in the circle. So. I, don't know. I don't know if he knows or not, he's, Tom. But he's uh, kind of a big he's, deal. He's, he's kind of a big deal, yeah. Big deal. You, have, yeah. you have no idea how hard some people are going to laugh when they hear you say that right there. Because that is well, an inside you, I mean, joke. You are, you are, he is kind of big. I mean, r- realistically, so we didn't know till maybe about an hour and a half before, you know, we came on to you know, record. And I, I said, Mike, come on. Why don't you join us tonight? He's like, well, shit, I'm, I'm close. I'm like, let's go. I, it, 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 here's the thing is, so like you and I, we can just come out to the garage and we can, and we can sit here and talk. Or, mm-hmm. And we don't have to ask anybody. Mm-mm. Somebody had to ask permission to Ooh. see if it's okay for him to come out here and talk. Oh, boy. But you, know, but you know what they said? Shit, do it. It ain't going to hurt you. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm like the Jeff Blaschel of the crowd. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> hey, 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 go ahead. Get out there, buddy. It ain't going to hurt anything. But I do have one question. But he's the glue that holds everything together, according to Sean. Oh, well. The you glue. Know. Yeah. The glue. Do you have? The Gorilla Glue. Many leather-bound books. That is the question. <laughs> that is the question that I'm, that I'm uh, inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> but it is a, it's it has been great to have oh, yeah. have you on and you know I've been following you on Twitter and it's it's kind of neat to put a face to the to the to the threads and oh yeah for sure definitely it's a lot of fun you know it is what it is well we're not done yet we got about one more topic I really want to hit on well, we're gonna we'll probably save some of the other stuff for uh, our uh, episode that we're gonna do on Sunday Sunday yeah I'm yep. glad you let me know about yep. that one. We talked about it. We talked about it last week. Hey, good thing I don't have any plans right. Sunday. Right. Somebody's dry January turned into <laughs> monkey shoulder Saturday. Oh yeah. Hey, I'll tell you right now. I know you're not a man of the uh, the bourbon, but uh, ooh, yeah. Oh, oh. I've no. got I've got some Blantons at home that I came across. Ooh, this that. guy. No. Well, yeah. he's he is kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> well. Since you guys talked about bourbon, hold on, oh, hold on. as his nose curled up, bourbon. do you play the jazz flute? Do you guys uh, do you guys have Latins by any chance? <laughs> that stuff goes good. I don't know oh. what that is. Oh, the, oh, that's a good bourbon. The, the guys that I, I grew good, up with, they're, they're huge bourbon guys, and I just follow what they do. And we were out one night, and they had it. I tried it, and I'm like, I told my wife, I go home, I go. If all alcohol tasted like this, everyone would be an alcoholic. There's oh, a reason it's supposed to taste bad. Yeah. Have you I been mean, out oh, to man. the uh, the Pringles Speakeasy out in Fenton? No. The uh, what is it? Oh, the resource and resource and recovery. Recovery. It's at the El Taco. What is El Tapo, El Tapo, El Tapo in Tapo. Fenton? There's a restaurant oh. called the El Tapo, and inside El Tapo, you go by the bathrooms down the hall by the bathrooms. There's a Pringle machine. You hit the original Pringle button. The door opens up. And it's a speakeasy. It's a speakeasy in there. Oh. If you're a fan of the bourbon, that's the place to go. You need to go. Good bourbon and great education on bourbon. Yeah. All right. So I know. So I'm going to put this out there because I'll forget. Mr. Dudek, remember, we'll hit it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's my bourbon guy. Yeah. Mr. Dudek. Oh yeah. You got. You got to go out there. You can get some uh, the uh, the mixologist, if you call it, or the oh yeah. They're 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 well trained. Yeah. It's very good. 
and they open at five. I think they're only open on the weekends, and it's very small. So okay. if if you go, you want to get there at five because the tables fill up, the bar fills up. But yeah, you're gonna walk out of there like it's it's insane. I I kind of became a fan a little bit after that and bought a couple bottles and. All right. Yeah, you, I mean it's it's a good place. You got to try it out. Yeah, 100%. I mean you you can go there. Um, you can go there. Like you and your wife can go there, and you can. Uh, it's just not just bourbon. I mean, it's get a burrito make, and then go get a bourbon, I mean, or drink bourbon and go get a burrito. Yeah, yeah, either way, way. I mean, <laughs> it's just not just a bourbon bar, but it's just a speakeasy, but that has like craft cocktails. So yeah. it's you go in there, you hit, you go back there, and it's got you got to hit the machine. original. You got to hit the original Pringle because there's the there's like eight other buttons. It's like an old pop machine, okay. yeah. and you hit the original Pringle, and then. The hostess will open the door. It's crazy. It's a, it's a great place. Really crazy. So the last topic I want to talk about is um, for those of us that are on Twitter, Mike, you're on Twitter. I'm on sure. Twitter. You're on Twitter. Um, you can be punished <laughs> for things that you do, whether it's on social media or via text message. So you reali- can be punished. So realistically, <laughs> yeah. you want to watch out what you do because you want to know why. Ask me about my wiener. Dude, ain't nobody want to know nothing about your wiener. Nobody want to see your wiener. Or, or nobody wants to know about this. Got his cock clean. Nobody wants to know about that. No. Nobody wants to. No. <laughs> oh, man. So the, the Mets GM fired. The Mets GM is fired for text messages that he had sent back in 2016. 2016. And I heard today. It wasn't just one. It wasn't two. It wasn't even three. Oh, no. It was 60-some-odd dick pic text messages that he never got a response. Ask me about my wiener. She didn't want to know no, about his wiener because she didn't wiener. respond. No. But my question is, what the hell took her so long? What what was she sitting on the wiener well, for? Well, no. So they, or she wasn't sitting. She wasn't sitting on his wiener. So no, what that they, is the problem. No, no. So where where she's where she's from, her background, where she lives, and like that, it is customarily like you get like shunned for it. Oh, okay, I got you. So they. She was a Chicago Cub reporter. Beat. Yeah, yeah, it might have been that. <laughs> Got his cock clean. But you beat know, reporter. But no, and, and I'm, and you know, for those of you not Ain't watching, cool. I'm, you know, quotating the beat. So what you're saying is that he sent it how many times? Uh, it was nine times. Sixty nine times. Sixty nine. Well. We'll go with that number. Okay. But it was in the 60s. All right, we'll take that. And he never Pretty got... odds it was 69. <laughs> I think he was trying to prove a point. So yes. you're saying it, so what you're saying. <laughs> so she wasn't screaming oh, about he, it. Now. He went to Chicago, and he started taking pictures. But, you know, the thing is, is you know, that's one of the things is, you know, like today I got like kind of in a Twitter beef and stuff like that, and some guy made a, a derogatory comment. Well, one person had taken a screenshot of it and pretty much said, I'm saving this. <laughs> MFR, it's like, yeah. So I'm gonna really watch what I say to people because that's well, it, it, and, it, and it comes back around to the point we're trying to make: is the cancel culture movement, revolution, whatever you want to call, is it gotten out of control? Um, you got, for example, this week, uh, some reporter for the 
The Detroit News. The free Press. Free Press, okay. You know, he makes a big hugabaloo about... Mar- Marlo something. Or yeah, yeah. He makes a big to-do about Dan Campbell made a... It wasn't, ra- it wasn't a racist comment. It was a comment. He's like, I'm just... I'm, I'm just paraphrasing because I don't know exactly right. what the what it was, and I think that guy was probably paraphrasing. Well, I'm glad I go to a college where a man is with a man and a woman is with, or a, a man is with a woman and a, and a woman is with a man. Yeah. Yes, it's pretty much it. And so the guy's like, "Well, that guy he must not like. Uh, he's he's, yeah, he's 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 against the you know the LBGTQ. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's against that. But then he." You go digging deeper. Oh, this guy. You go back and digging deeper. This oh. guy's calling everybody the uh, uh, the term for a cigarette in England. Right. <sighs> it starts with an F and ends with a G. And they didn't have to go very far. No. To unearth no. these tweets, and there wasn't there wasn't just one. I mean, it oh, was it was, it was a series yeah. of you know racist comments, uh, bigoted comments. Uh, but what Dan Campbell said, he said it was, it was twenty years ago. We'll say, and and but this guy wants to put him on blast. Yeah. Hey, and, he, he wants to ruin this guy's image and career before he steps foot before he steps foot back in Detroit. But this guy, you know, the he's old, the worst. The old saying goes, "Don't be throwing stones in a glass, glass house." Right? Yeah, for sure. So, so the the question is, we all make mistakes. It, I'm 43. I there's things I said when I was 23, when that you know I regret. Should it be held against me now? I don't think so. So I don't think something that no you said on on social media or you said and it got recorded or whatever 20 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. I don't think that should affect whether you get a job or you don't. Mike told me they loved me yesterday. Oh, is it breaking news? He's going to take it back. Oh. <laughs> he, he better. He he's better because it might hurt him here 10 like, years I'm down I'm the road. I, I might get canceled. He's like, uh, huh? huh? <laughs> What's going on with this guy? Well, yeah, I mean, what do you think, Mike? What do you, you, you think that is there like a statue of limitation when it comes to making, uh, you know, off-the-cuff comments like that? I I usually, Especially if it's verbal. I mean, it's not right. like it's not like he said at a computer or it was on his phone. Well, twenty years ago, it wasn't accessible. But the guy didn't go on the on the internet and say, "I am so glad that I went to a school where men dated women and women dated men." And, and even if he did, it, it gets to. Uh, I think it's. Certain situations. What did you say? I think we're getting to the point of this cancel culture is more if you offend somebody. And I like to live by the rule: if you if you don't like it, it doesn't mean it's wrong. It mm-hmm. just means you don't like it. And that's what we're getting a lot into. A lot of these people that they're screaming, "He should be fired. He shouldn't get this job." You're like, for that? Yeah. Well, like, that for, that's like, like your Dan, opinion, right? What Dan Campbell said. Like when I when I saw it, I was like, oh no. And I went and read what he said, and it's what you and I'm like. No, I, I, I don't. I don't get that. Now you go to this Mets GM and mm. sending your Wayne yeah. to somebody sixty nine times yes. that, that didn't. Want, that's a, to me. That is, Ask me about my winner. <laughs> that is. Those are two different things. Right. But we're getting into a lot of these. Uh, even uh, I think it was Mike Mulberry and uh, oh NBC yeah. Says, yeah, and I was like, okay, that, that was probably dumb to say, mm-hmm. but. 
the reaction that it got, mm-hmm. I was, where I'm like, no, that, that's Brennan? not what it is. Oh. Bob, what is his name? Uh, Brennan, the, he was the Cincinnati Reds play-by-play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, he didn't realize his mic was yeah. on, and he he had yeah. some uh, some things to say, yeah. and he came back the following half inning, and and he knew it. He was toast, <laughs> and he apologized. Oh, yeah. And as he's doing this this whole spiel, this apology, Nick Castellanos. Oh, and it's a home run by Nick Castellanos. <laughs> so he's trying to apologize because he knows this is the last time he's going to be in the booth, I'm and sorry. he's still trying to call the game. It's I'm just so, I'm sorry for. Sorry for running my family's name through the mud. Uh, Castellanos with a home run. I was in the NFL uh, booth, and I've got a full-time gig with the Reds, and uh, I'm going to be unemployed. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan of second giving chances. people second chances, mm-hmm. you know, and everything like that. And you know, as a, as a, as an individual, yeah. And my, if social media was around when, oh geez, if social media was around when I was 19, 20 years old, mm-hmm. when you were 19, yep. and when when all of us were 19. 20, It'd be a whole different story oh, yeah. because I can only imagine the I can only imagine the the dumb shit I used to say. Yeah. But then I could then go back I, and look I at can. it and be like yeah. I can. <laughs> and it's like I like today, perfect example, okay, everything going on with the everything that's going on in the state of the United States, everything like that. I don't give a shit if you're on the left side, if you're on the right side, if you're dead nuts in the center, I really don't care. If you're a good human being, I'm gonna treat you as a good human being. I wanna get back to where like Facebook Instagram, Twitter. I'm going to take a picture about what I ate for dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you think. We're going to yeah. talk about our I, podcast. I, yeah. I, I want, I, did I cook this steak okay? Did, uh, did I mash these potatoes? That's what I want to get back <laughs> yes. to. I'm so sick oh, and it's, tired. It's a war zone. Oh, God. It's a war zone. It's uh, Yeah, you're walking on landmines everywhere yep. every time you turn around. Yep, for sure. I've had to back off of it a couple of times mm-hmm. where it's just like... I, I can't even go through looking for those mashed potatoes, oh, and those yeah. pictures because they're there. But you got to get through the mud, get, and it's just nasty yep. and nasty. So, and but, so let me ask you this: So, how yeah. many times have you have have been on? Like, I've done this a couple times within the last three days. I ain't gonna lie to you. I went on. I saw something. I was. So, I got so irritated with where I like typed out a whole response like I'm going to be like and I'm sitting here I'm like I can't stand people who are keyboard warriors they're behind their screen they're doing this and they're doing that and here I am I typed all this out and I reread it and be like I ain't sending that shit delete it (laughs) but I got it off my chest I feel better you know it's a rule that you do Uh, I have kids that I work with and they'll say I want to email the teacher and I'll say well email it now while you're mad Mm -hmm. go to bed Wake up and read that email, and if you're still think that those are the words that you want to use, a 24 hour rule. Yeah, it's a 24 hour rule. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you you go and you say you let it you you let it stew for, and if it bothers you after 24 hours, then then it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, then then you'll be like, all right, you know. And I've had to do that a couple times. Mm -hmm. You know, even at work, there's where I work, I do, you know, I do, you know, I work with health health and safety and stuff like that. Um, but there's things, whatever that you get really agitated about. Like I'll sit there and be like, "This guy is doing this," and you think to yourself, "This guy's doing it on purpose. He's doing it to this way." And then I'll type this email out and I'll have it sit there on the screen and be like, "All right." The next day I'll walk in, I'll read it, be like, "No, oh, dude, I, it'll cause more problems." Yeah, yeah, no, it's not even it'll cause more problems. Like, all right, I think I overreacted on this a little bit. 
and I, I watch too much uh, true crime and murder oh, yes. mystery. And, and I'm, I, I'll type it out, and I'll be like, "I'm going to delete this because I could end up dead." <laughs> so, this I'm, ain't going to. This is not going to end well. I'm just waiting for him to be like, "Do we just become best friends? <laughs> do, do we just become best friends?" Oh, wait, I, can we have a show on ID Network and Joe Kenda? <laughs> I, yeah, if that's what you want, we'll, we'll oh. work it out. All right, well. <laughs> let's let's try to wrap this up because we're we're really crunching against the time right now. But real quick, we're gonna we're gonna be doing a special episode Sunday. We're gonna, oh yeah, for sure. We're yeah. gonna dive into some Michigan football and we're gonna talk about UFC 257 as well. Uh, that's gonna be Saturday night, so we'll kind of do a review of that. And I I do want to get to uh, the finality of the Tiger Woods documentary, which was unbelievably fascinating so we'll kind of touch on that in the next episode which again will be sunday uh we'll be doing it sunday so it'll be a bonus episode of the easy speak so looks like i got some more work to do yeah yeah you guys big ufc fans yeah yeah would you would you uh no betting on it or anything I wouldn't touch like, this you fight. Would, you wouldn't touch it no now no, there's a, a fight before that one like uh the guy's last name is hooker oh dan hooker that uh, dude's the, an the guy was saying today, I think he's the underdog, and he was saying that he he would bet him. And of course, I got to bet on this because I got to go watch. Oh, it. Dan, Dan Hooker's a freaking animal, dude! You just sold me. Yeah, well, Hooker's uh, the favorite right now. Oh, he's the favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe he was. I, I but her. it's it's uh, it's minus one twenty five. So oh, it, that, it's yeah, it's that, pretty pretty close. Just the juice. Yeah. All right. But no, the, uh, McGregor's at a minus three ten. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. No, yeah, that's no. that's not worth it. And no, Dan Hooker's he's a he's a brawler. And Poirier, Poirier got TKO'd in the first round, the first time they fought. I mean, it. I don't know why there's even a rematch, but so this, yeah, I, I don't see this thing going more than more than a round. But we'll talk about it on Sunday. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll touch it on Sunday. We're gonna have another guy here on Sunday. Justin, he's gonna come out. Um, he's gonna talk some Michigan football with us. He's, he he knows more than than any of us, and he'll be a good. Good resource for us to have. He he's really knowledgeable on the the kind of behind the scenes workings of, of the the program. So exactly. All but right. Well, cool. Well, hey, Mike. Thanks yep. for coming out. Thanks man. for coming. You know, I'm, I'm glad we spent some time on uh, on your endeavor. And I go mean, ahead we, and, and I mean, we let everybody you. know how to find you again. All right, uh, Woodward Sports uh, YouTube and Facebook page. You'll find our uh, video, our show, and then we're uh, Smoke Show WSN on Instagram and Twitter. And then uh, we do a lot with the butchery in uh, Sylvan Lake. Yeah, well, hey, thanks for coming on on, on sh- such short notice. I mean, we really appreciate it like that. I mean, we'd love to have you come back on again and, uh, you know, talk more about about your endeavor and then talk about sports and stuff like that. And hopefully maybe get a couple special uh, shows going on, talking about our, our passion of 90s hockey and everything <laughs> yeah. like that. But, yeah, we really appreciate you coming out yep. and spending the time with us tonight. I mean, we kind of occupied quite a bit of it, but – you know, glad to have you here. Hey, I appreciate it. I ha- I had a blast. I was a little nervous again. That I was going to be on ID <laughs> Network, and my daughter couldn't believe I was going to someone I didn't know's garage. Oh, but, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm don't worry, I'm, no one, no one's going to punch you yeah, like nah. Baxter. So Olivia, you're fine. I'm alive. I'm not dead. Yeah, We're yeah. good. Did you and send guys, him a text to let him know? That you <laughs> yeah, yeah, she I, said, I, she said, Dad, I need a safe word. But yeah, I appreciate it. I had a blast. Good man. We're glad we have you. I'm glad we've connected through. Our uh, our media channels and everything like that, and I, again, I sincerely mean that. Um, you know, anytime you want to come back on, if you want to reach out, say, "Hey, I want to come and, and 
and sit down and bullshit with you guys or anything like that. You, dude, you're more than welcome to come. We awesome. Have, we have more than enough equipment. We got we got more mics and stuff like that. So we'd love to have you come back out again. Uh, shit, bring Dave out, bring Sean, bring whoever you want to bring out. Right. We'd love to have you guys. All right. Cool. On that note, Tom. All right. Good well, episode. Yeah. And, absolutely. Uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll be back on uh, Sunday night. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll drop the Michigan episode. Yep. All right. All right. Cool. We'll see you guys. All right. Take care.